ready for this? I got one thing to say. Uh... just happened to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. What a mega matchup. Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. It doesn't matter what your name is. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. It's your boy, Nick Dieterding, and his co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex, the man, money, money, Sacco. How you doing, bud? You still sound a little sick and you still look a little sick, but that's an everyday thing with you. What's up, brother? Not much, man. Yeah, still, still fighting over here. So what's up? What are you looking forward to in the world of professional wrestling? NXT, AEW, Dynamite, Impact. I mean, the list goes on. Like I said, like I say all the time, it is great to be a wrestling fan right now. Let's hear it. We discussed it as we prepped for this show. I'm interested in seeing what WWE does next because that AEW pay-per-view was one of the best ones I've seen in a while. I give you that. Yeah, it, it was good. Now, I'm not going to compare it to WrestleMania 17, but it was a good pay-per-view. I think the debuts helped a lot, but we're getting, we haven't even cracked open a beer yet. But before we get there, let's make some news. Here we go. Yes, sir, baby. Can you believe it's almost been one year? September 29th is when we dropped the first episode of the Universal Wrestling Podcast, and it's been an adventure. What do you think? I mean, before I get into the big announcement, one freaking year, September 29th. I didn't even think this was going to happen. I mean, we talked about it for years Probably the first day we met in college, yo, we got to get a show. And we did a show with, uh, you know, DJ Deets, W Extreme. That wasn't wrestling. That was just, the, you know, the beginning. We talked about sports with James Pedito. Remember that? That was yeah. And then it just it just kept on going. Then we got an Instagram. We got a Twitter, sort of like uh, Kyle's journey. You know, he started on Instagram just posting about, you know, wrestling. Kyle from the apron. Sorry, the apron bump. If you haven't listened to the SummerSlam predictions show, he discussed his journey kind of like us, you know, so we're there. It's been one year. And uh, your thoughts before I, uh, you know, announce this big, huge announcement it's been a dream come true i mean i'm just ready to keep this thing rolling and thank you everybody and i can't say like you said holy crap it's a year all right all right all right all right all right so i need a drum roll 
on the next episode birthday bash one year celebration and we got guests we got james from that 90s wrestling podcast we got tyler from counted out with mike and tyler and the first time ever the first appearance from jonah rewind recap relive all three of them will be on the show and we're just gonna talk shop we don't want happy birthdays we don't want great job happy anniversary we just want to talk with our friends and those three guys have been with us since day one so that's going to be a banger we're going to have a lot of fun with those three guys and again it's not going to be about wrestling i mean it's going to be about wrestling but it's not going to be all about wrestling it's going to be about just everything how they're doing i mean it's going to be a good time you're not going to want to miss this just like every other episode but um sacco any words before we crack open a cold one? Yeah, can't wait to uh, sit down with the guys and uh, chat it up. And been one year, so I'm going to drink it in, man. Yep, maybe your voice will be back by then. Crack open a cold one. Football season is back, and I'm starting off with Foles. Steffiner. It is from the Village Idiot Brewery Company. That is in Mount Holly, New Jersey. And it is named after the man, the myth, the legend. No, not Alex Sacco. Nick Big Dark Foles. German style wheat beer, 5.1. And I say it a lot. This is good beer, but I'm really, really liking the German style. I haven't had it in a long time. I used to work for a German company and that's all we ever drank was German beer. I thought, you know what? Let's try this one out. And of course, like always, we want to support the local brewery. So um, Sacco, what the hell are you drinking? I'm actually drinking from the same brewery, different beer. No way. How did that happen? <laughs> it's called the peanut butter cup. Okay. It's a chocolate porter. It's a 6.8%. And let me tell you something, brother. It's right, like Hawk. <laughs> you kind of sound like Hawk too. And what's it going to do when Hawkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? It's like uh, drinking a Reese's peanut butter cup. Ugh. Uh, you like it, it? But I'm enjoying it, you know, and uh, it's going to get me through this episode as we talk, and I'm going to enjoy it. There you go. Well, let's do it. They're going to get the monkey asses whooped tonight. Wrestling News of the Week. Does the WWE need to act now? Do they need to dial 911? In my opinion, no. But Sack Daddy, you think, yes, they need to act now. I mean, last, you know, the SmackDown that was in MSG produced the highest grossing SmackDown gate of all time, not just in New York City, but of all time. SmackDown has been around for 20 years. They've did really good numbers there the walk-in so i think that means you know pricing and the tickets and you know probably the swagger and the merch but i'm getting into it does the wwe need to act now i'm falling and i can't get up what do they need to do sacco you seen aw's last pay-per-view right yes all out you seen who they who debuted right Yes. And where do they come from? The WWE. Something is not going right, the WWE. We all expected Punk. Punk was not never coming to the WWE. I accepted that. Yeah. But no. And Daniel Bryan, I kind of accepted too. We'll get into that. But mm -hmm. there is no way you can let Adam Cole go. 
the rumors have it. I mean, I asked you as we prepped for the show, were the rumors true that they offered him the main roster to be a manager for uh, Lee? Keith yeah, Lee. Not, not Cliff. Come on. Keith Lee. Is that a <laughs> sick joke? I, I don't honestly know. And if it is, then you know what? WWE is the Mecca. You know, when you're trying to find a job at a college, you're looking to get the best job possible. And a lot of people want to go to the Comcasts, you know, the Verizons, like the big Mecca, huge companies. And that's what the WWE is for wrestling. And if you look at it from an independent fan, you know, wrestling fan who doesn't really watch WWE, you know, they're happy for Adam Cole. They're happy for DB because they're getting away from that big company, that Fortune 500 company. But where do you start? You got to start at the Fortune 500 company and you got to work your way up and that's what they did and they got to that level wrestlemania you know that's like the super bowl so they did that db did that adam cole not necessarily but i think his mindset is he wants to have fun he wants to be with his wife he wants to get paid good money and he wants to do what he loves to do and that's professional wrestling and then if you look at it well wwe is sports entertainment well okay vince just named it something different so they could get away with more things and so they could be more of a broader term when it comes to what is the WWE because if you just say it's professional wrestling it's like well I don't want to watch that but if it's sports entertainment I get it I get it does the WWE need to act now I think they have I mean it shows the numbers with SummerSlam best numbers for SummerSlam what else do they have to do they have the greatest of all I mean you know the storylines suck yes they do Smackdown it's great I love it Raw it, you know, we could go back and forth, back and forth, what they need, you know, two hours, they need more people and they need, you know, different characters, they need better storylines. It's tough. It is tough. But at this day and age right now, this time, yes, AEW's competition. And I said it last episode. It's not about competition. It's about professional wrestling, but that's more for us. You know, we got to stop complaining. We got to stop going on Twitter and say, saying, you know, oh, look at the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Screw the numbers. You know, I want to enjoy myself. But does the WWE need to act? I guess they have to, right? Like, why do you think that WWE needs to act now with the great numbers on SmackDown, great numbers on SummerSlam? I mean, I get it. The storylines suck. But what else? I mean, they're acting now with NXT. They switched it up. We only want younger guys, you know, say goodbye to the Bobby Fishes, but we're still going to, you know, make Samoa Joe our champion. I don't get it, but come on, go ahead. What do you got? I mean, you kind of mentioned it on uh, when you went off the yellow brick road. Uh, people that leave the WWE should be trashing the WWE. There is not one person that went to the AEW and talked about their time in the WWE and said it was a great time, great company to work for, great starting block, like you said. That's my issue. I mean, guys like Adam Cole in their prime should not be wanting to jump shit. That's where I'm trying to pack. They can't lose guys at the rate they're losing them. And that's the main thing I'm worried about because you saw all that what Kevin Owens posted. It took down. I think KO's next because WWE's not doing anything with them. Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Hey, follow the yellow brick road. Sorry, I got off topic here. What was your, th- what, what did you say? Kevin Owens. Why does everybody yeah. want to jump ship? Is that your question? Right. Like why yeah. Adam, Cole, Adam Cole is in, Adam Cole is in his prime right now. Would you say? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think so. Right. You would do 
anything in your power to keep him, right? Yes. Right. And I just don't think WWE is making that effort. And they cannot continue to lose superstars at this clip they are losing them this rate, and, yeah. at this rate and be successful. No, I understand that. I mean, if you look at football teams, baseball teams, when they win the championship, you know, players leave and they rebuild. And I think that's what they're, you know, that's the process they're in right now. They're rebuilding. They understand that they can't, you know, have these contracts that are this, you know, large when it comes to money, when it comes to Adam Cole, when it comes to Daniel Bryan. But your point, I mean, I, I, I understand it. You gotta keep DB. You gotta keep Adam Cole. But do they really? I mean, DB's done. Let's be honest. Come on. He's been in dad mode for years now. Adam Cole, if you don't want to become a manager and work with Keith Lee, then that's on you. You know, you have to make the best of it. You know, that's how I look at it. Come on. They're giving him they're giving him a storyline and he's going to make the best of it. And he probably would have done really well. But no, you know, he doesn't want to wait in line. He wants to go to AEW and be part of all the elite wrestling. I get it. I understand it. It's what's best for him and his family. If you want to do well at work, what do you do? You succeed. You do better. Better. Excuse me. You, you, you know, you climb the ladder of that so-called success and you get that so-called you know, brass ring and they had an opportunity for Adam Cole and he didn't want to take it. So he left. He took his ball and he went home. What? I said he took his ball and he went home. Let's hear it. Come on. I want to hear why you think he he carried NXT for years. He did. And and you're going to give him a manager. Yeah. Come out to the main roster, bro. We'll give you a manager spot. Get the hell out of here. No, I, 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 dude, I'm in the middle. I understand. Why would you give Adam Cole, you know, the position to be a manager? It's like, come on, put him on SmackDown main event. You saw what he did with DB, you know, why not take advantage of his career? Why not take advantage of his skill set? I get it. Give him that position to be a manager with Keith Lee. I mean, make the best of it. You know, like I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people saying, oh my God, look what they're doing to Baron Corbin. I hate it. Dude, that's a great storyline. It's elevating him. It's it's great, you know, but people don't get it. And I, I'm just, I don't know. I understand where you're coming from. Why not? You know, you wouldn't give somebody who has all the skills in the world a job as a social media, you know, intern, you know, someone that's been going to college, somebody that has a master's degree. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's not very comparable, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, Adam Cole, like you said, on top of the world in NXT, he's done well. He's basically has his masters in professional wrestling with, you know, the indies. That was like, you know, the starting, you know, high school, college, blah, blah, blah. He has his masters in the world of professional wrestling. Don't give him a social media intern position. Don't give him a manager's position. Again, having a manager's position is pretty cool to be a character. Look at Paul Heyman. He's in the middle of the greatest storyline of 2021. So I get it, but I don't, you know, like, come on. If you want to do well, you work your ass off, you know, be the best manager in the WWE, but don't walk away, you know, make yourself useful, be successful. I should be a motivational speaker. Get in the cab and go to treatment. <clears throat> We can talk about this all day. Yeah. Let's get into our next topic. 
There you go. My man taking over the new host of the Universal <laughs> Wrestling Podcast for next year will be Alexander Sacco. So let's get into it and let's switch it up because I we're going to talk about DB, but I can't talk about DB and Adam Cole back to back. I need to, you know, switch it up. And this is kind of, you know, similar to what we're talking about. So let's get into it. Mick Foley went on Twitter last week and he talked about the WWE and he basically said the same thing you did. Like WWE needs to act now. Let's listen to the audio and then we'll talk about it. Hello, this is hardcore legend, Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE. We've got a problem because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines. But part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. It's not broke. Don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day. But that was a different time, different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. They do have a problem. And he, I think the big deal here is creative writing. I think their creative storytelling is got off. I mean, he made a point with Cross, right? Cross was in a uh, the Moist TV segment with John Morrison, which I hate. They should eliminate talk shows, but that's another day and another time. And he was getting, you know, they, he squirted, you know, it's so weird saying that word, but John Morrison squirted sprayed aimed the 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 gun the water gun and sprayed carrying cross it's like dude this guy was a monster what are you doing so i get that aspect of it but i'm still going to the wwe if i'm a wrestler i mean look at what's his name stevenson gable whatever his name is cable the guy from the olympics he's going yeah. there. but what are your thoughts he makes great points i mean the biggest takeaway i took from that video WWE doesn't build anybody. You come up from NXT, you die. Back when Nick Foley was wrestling. Foley. Foley. That wasn't the case. Like he said, they built him up big time. John Cena, they built him up. That's the biggest problem right now. You know, could it be that it's the WWE or could it be the wrestler's fault? Back in the day, they did anything and everything possible to make it. Now it's just like, I don't know. Maybe it's the... The millennials, maybe it's the the time, maybe it's the era, maybe it's I can't do it anymore, Daddy. I'm going to quit, or I'm going to go to AEW because I'm not liking what you know. Vince said I needed to be a manager with Keith Lee. It's like then be a manager with Keith Lee and get you get him over and get yourself over. But it's like no, you know I want to be on Twitch. I want to do what I want to do. I want to do cameo. It's like okay, well you're making millions of dollars with the WWE. Why do you have to make more money? So maybe it's us. I mean, we're millennials. Maybe it's maybe it's the people there. Maybe they don't have that it factor anymore. Uh, I don't know. But yes, if I I see where Foley's coming from, they're doing a, a poor job with Cross, and they're doing you know I'm not 
mad about the whole Becky Lynch and Bianca Blair thing, but I think it could have went differently. You know, I don't think a 29 second match needed to happen when it comes to building characters. I will agree with Mick Foley, the hardcore legend. They're not doing well with that, but I, I don't know. It, it's back and forth. Cause you get where I'm coming from, right? If someone tells you, you are, you know, you got to do this at work. Okay. I'm going to do the best I can with this. Even if it's, you know, something you don't want to do, you want to show your bosses that you, you know, can excel in anything they give you. And I, I just know, I, I just feel like, well, I don't want to do that. I'm going home. You know, I, I don't want to do that. You know, Stone Cold, it was a different situation, different era. He was, uh, you know, he didn't like the storyline, so he got up and he left. I get that. But it just seems like there's too many people doing it nowadays. And is it good? Is it bad? I think it's great because it's competition. It creates, you know, you know, must-see TV. I mean, come on. How cool was that when Adam Cole was in the ring and, you know, he's part of the elite and they're, you know, talking and Omega says, I bid you adieu. And then, you know, dun 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 DB comes out. So, it's creating must-see TV. I dig it, but I got to hand it to Foley. That's a ballsy thing to do. Yeah, let me end this on my end of this segment by saying I do 100% agree with you. Maybe it is the the you know millennials and the era. The yeah. era. But let me ask you something. I'm going to end it like this. How big of a factor is Vince McMahon in this? Has yeah. he lost? Has he lost it? I don't think he is ready for another war. I think he's too old for the, you know, TNT, WCW, 83 weeks, you know, with Bischoff and Turner. I think he's too old for that. And the rumors are still going around that he's going to get, you know, he's selling to Comcast. He's selling to Disney. He's selling to Sony. He's selling to somebody, some big Fortune 500 company. I just don't think he has it left in him. I just... I think he wants to produce good TV and I think he can, but I think he's in his head. But then again, I don't even know the guy, you know, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know, you know, how much longer he has. I mean, he looks like a million bucks at that age, but I don't think he could go. I don't think he can get dirty, you know, in this, in this war. Cause it, it's, it is, it, it's going to be a competitive, I don't want to say war, but it's going to be, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be, you know, AEW is making, you know, they're, the, the ratings are looking good right now. They're in the millions. They're doing okay numbers for YouTube. So it's just, it's a great time to be a WW or excuse me, a wrestling fan. That's for sure. But Foley has a point. They don't build the superstars or I hate saying superstars. They don't build the wrestlers, the talent, um, the talent as well as they should be. And then again, it's, you know. If you want to succeed, you get over on your own, you know, like no, if it, no, if, ands or buts about that, you want to succeed, you do it yourself. Right. And one of the early stages here, obviously, uh, punk Brian and uh, Cole just debuted. So we'll see what WWE does. I just wanted to bring that up today. See your feelings and you make great points. Maybe it is the talent. So, yep. I'm just, why, a, I'm just a hardcore WWE fan. I'm just a little. I know, but you have my to get ego your head. Hurts. Yeah, you got to get your head out of your ass here and look at it <laughs> both sides. You know, like the dilution process of WWE has started. You know, everything's being a little too much diluted. You know, the whole thing with, uh, I don't know, just the storylines. It's just like, oh, do I have to watch Lily the, the doll? Like, I'm 30 years old. I want like stunners, you know, middle fingers, stomping a mud hole walking talking you know just 
not the attitude era, but I want something similar because that's what I fell in love with. And now we're getting, you know, like I said, the, the segment with uh, moist, moist TV with John Morrison, like, come on, man. Right. I want to see TV that's entertaining. And this is not entertaining. So is it the wrestlers or is it the, right. the creative team? I think it's a little bit of both, but deep down inside, I, I, it's at the end of the day. And I think Vince would say the same thing. It falls on his lap. It's on his shoulders and he's not doing a good job. And AEW's taking advantage of it. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, that's what big companies do. They see a, a weakness, they see a weak point, and they take advantage of it. And that's what AEW is doing. They are signing a lot of WWE wrestlers, and I know the cons have big pockets. So is that going to affect them? I don't know. Maybe down the road. But right now, dude, they got MJF. They got Adam Page. I mean, the list goes on. Darby, Team Taz. I really like what they're doing with Starks. I mean, the, the the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. I mean, the list goes on. They have enough talent. Sammy, I could sit here and name every AEW talent. And it looks like they got a lot of good young talent for years to come. So it's going to be scary. But hey, Monday night, USA. What? And I'm going to watch Raw. Then Tuesday, I'm going to watch. What? The new NXT with beautiful, bright colors. And then Wednesday, I'm going to watch AEW. Friday, I'm going to watch SmackDown. What? Friday, I'm going to watch Rampage. And maybe I'll watch AEW Dark on YouTube. But I got I got podcasts to watch. I can't be watching and listening to that. Any last thoughts before we get on to the next topic? No, you said it great. I mean, I'm going to be watching every Monday night. Every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night, and so yeah. on. Yeah, that's all. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, let's get into it. It's just all the topics today are kind of intertwined, you know. But right. DB is back on TV going one on one with PWI's number one professional wrestler of 2021, Kenny Omega Sacco. It's good to see DB back. What are your thoughts? Like I said, put the you know, put the kids to bed, put the WWE lifer to bed right now and talk from a wrestling point, a wrestling fan point of view. What do you think? I love it. I mean, Daniel Bryan can still go in the ring. He can perform with anybody and him leaving the WWE. I wasn't so mad because not that he's at the end of his career. He's not in his prime anymore. He's transitioned into a dad role. He's got two kids. He probably doesn't see himself being in the ring as often or as long as we want him to, I was just to say. Yeah. So there's nobody in the WWE left for him, like dream matches. So he went to another company where he could go have a 10 star match with Kenny Omega, have, you know, Cody Rhodes and so on. So yeah. no, I'm excited that he's back and I'm not mad. Yeah. I, you should never be mad about this. I mean, <laughs> You know, we're going to be able to watch him on, you know, Wednesdays and Friday nights. So I enjoy it again. It's what's best for him. If he wants to do it, I'm happy. You know, I'm going to be watching it. But he said Vince is too protective. You know, isn't that a good thing? Don't you want him to be as protective as 
possible. I get it. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's, you know, he wasn't elaborating. He just said Vince is productive and blah, blah, blah. But maybe it's over him with uh, storylines or where he wants to, you know, if he wants to adventure out and do other things. Because the, the rumor was that DB was allowed to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling and, you know, wrestle for a little. So protective, I don't know. But again, dude, if you want to do something in your life, you're going to do it. You know, if you want to quit your job tomorrow, do it. You know, if you want to gamble your money away, do it. No one's going to tell you not to do that. It's up to you. And if you're not happy, then you leave. And a lot of people are leaving the WWE and that's an issue, you know, but then again, when, exactly. you're, giving, when you're given something like manager's role, you know, is that a slap in the face? Yes. To Adam Cole. Yes, yes, I get it. I agree with you to an extent, but make the best of what that, what that situation is, you know, but again, slap in the face. Come on. He's, you know, he's been down in NXT carrying NXT through the, you know, the tough times, which I don't know if you can really say he's carrying, but whatever. He, he did his best in NXT and they lost the ratings war, which was a thing. Let's be honest. It was okay. Uh, I'm getting off track here again, but follow the yellow brick road. Yeah. Found the yellow brick road. Okay, but DB's back. I'm loving it. I think he just wants to compete. I think he just wants to wrestle and he doesn't want to wait. He doesn't want to wait to build these three, six, eight month storylines with the WWE and have a shitty ending like WrestleMania. I mean, it was a great match, but obviously I don't think he was happy about it the way he was inserted. You know, like he could have, they could have built that better. Right. That's what he said. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I'm not paraphrasing, but still. He wants to go one-on-one with Kenny. Like, come on. When is he going to get that opportunity? Probably never. That's why he had to do it. And he's probably going to go back to the WWE. You know, like he's going to, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. That's for sure. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be arrested. Exactly. I mean, not much to really elaborate because I totally understand. I agree with you here. He's Daniel Bryan just would never have a chance if he stayed with the WWE to go one-on-one with Kenny, to go one-on-one with Darby Allen. I mean, these are matches that I'm, I'm excited to see. Like I want to see him, and you know, he like you said, he's definitely a Hall of Famer, but he definitely will be back in the WWE. Just sucks. It's just new right now, but I'm gonna enjoy him. That's how you have to look at it. It's not about competition. <laughs> it's about us. It's about professional wrestling. And next episode, it's about. You guys, the listeners, all the amount of tweets, all the amount of likes, all the amount of retweets, all the amount of love we have received. It's unconditional love. We're so thankful that we did this. Like we had no idea that we would get these many downloads, these many likes, these many followers. And it's just been amazing. And we're not stopping. You know, we're going to have a birthday bash next episode with James from that 90s wrestling podcast. Tyler from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, count it out with Mike and Tyler and your boy, Jonah. Rewind, recap, re-listen. I don't know. I drank too much coffee. And as always, follow us on Twitter at the UW pod and Instagram at UW podcast get ready for a banger a basher next episode biggest bash of the summer well it's not the summer biggest bash of the year our one year anniversary here we go baby good night god bless peace Peace. Peace. yeah baby
Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.